Hi, I'm Pete Peterson, and this is the Rabbit Room Podcast. We're here today with Dave Trout, who is the evil genius behind Under the Radar, uh, which is an internet and radio station, an internet radio station and radio station, I guess I should say, uh, that's actually nationally syndicated. And he supports and talks about uh, what he calls gourmet music and features a lot of artists that we talk about here in the Rabbit Room, like Randall Goodgame, Eric Peters, Andy Gullihorn, Jill Phillips, Andrew Peters, and Andy Osinga. And Dave is, uh, for the first time this year, he's going to be hosting a musical festival on July the 4th weekend, and it's called Escape to the Lake, and it's taking place in Wisconsin on the banks of Lake Geneva. So we thought it'd be uh, a lot of fun. It's a lot like Hutchmoot. the the festival is a lot like Hutchmoot and we thought it would be fun to sit down and talk to Dave about uh, what people can expect at Escape to the Lake. So welcome Dave to the Rabbit Room Podcast. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks Pete for having me on the podcast. Um, and uh, before we get going, just wanted to th- congratulate you on that uh, epic three minute sellout of Hutchmoot 2013. How exciting is that, man? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Ah. <laughs> uh. It's it's incredible. So, uh, in full disclosure, you know, I, I, I'm a part of the volunteer team at Hutchman, so I'm, I'm excited that I get to participate. And I didn't have to be a part of that three minute rat race to get a ticket. So, um, but really looking forward to um, what you guys have in store for Hutchmoot coming up this October. So, for those who are not familiar with Under the Radar, can you uh, just kind of in a nutshell sum up what what the show is all about? Yeah, you know, in some ways it's tough to kind of sum it up in just a sentence or two. Um, it's kind of <laughs> in some ways taking a life of its own, but um, it's it's been all good, exciting growth opportunities for us. Um, so in, in the nutshell, the essence of, of who we are is um, we're a one-hour um, syndicated radio program and podcast that features... Um, the best and underappreciated, thoughtful, artistic music being made by Christian songwriters and artists. Um, and so we try to feature a lot of the stuff that might be falling through the cracks for folks, um, stuff that isn't on, um, you know, isn't being heard on the radio. So, in fact, a lot of um, a lot of the folks that enjoy the artists of the Rabbit Room, you know, people like Eric Peters, Melanie Penn. Um, you know, Josh Garrels is kind of popular in these parts as well. Of course, you know, Andrew Peterson, Randall Goodgame, Jason Gray, artists like that. I mean, we feature uh, folks like that all the time. So, um, and, uh, and, and our goal is to not only, um, connect with like-minded music fans, um, but also, uh, an opportunity to present some of this music to a larger audience that m- might not be aware of an Andy Gullihorn and Jill Phillips might not ever hear of them. Otherwise, um, they're not used to maybe searching out things on, you know, iTunes or Spotify or, or noise trade or places like that. So, um, it's just one forum that we can kind of champion um, good art that's being made. Now, the other aspects of the show that have kind of developed over time is, um, uh, you know, we have a pretty, pretty important social media element to what we do. And that's, um, that's always uh, for, for at least the last few years been, been really important um, to us. Um, And, uh, and then um, we also have been developing artist relationships and, 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 
because of that, have been doing more live events, more a promotion of concerts, especially uh, when artists are coming through the Chicago area. Uh, we love to connect with them, sometimes just for a little one-off thing in our studios. We can do an interview, that kind of thing. But um, we've also partnered with um, several artists to do little mini tours, sometimes just in the Chicago area. And sometimes, you know, in the case of Eric Peters, I mean, we, we've literally traveled the whole United States with him. So <laughs> um, it's been an exciting ride. And um, really, you know, just looking forward to uh, the road that lies ahead for sure. Well, can you tell us a little bit about how Under the Radar got started and, you know, what the progression has been since since its launch? Well, I just want to start by saying I love my job. Uh, it's a it's I, I tell people it's a dream job. And Under the Radar began um, as a little uh, spark, a, a dream, I guess, um, that uh, I had in uh, kind of early 2008, and uh, we kind of uh, we developed the concept into a radio program, uh, pitched it to some radio stations, see if they liked it, and we got the green light from my management at, at work and things like that. So we uh, launched the program in November of 2008, um, just on a couple dozen radio stations and had hardly any downloads at all. Uh, now, what most people don't know is that um, one of the one of the reasons why the show even exists is, uh, you know, my my musical tastes were changing um, at that time, uh, still are. You know, uh, we're all sort of being refined and developed when it comes to artistic taste and stuff. So, um, I, I really kind of came out of a world of that steady CCM diet. It's which. Um, which edified me to a point and, uh, and I just kind of needed something deeper and, and um, 2007 was sort of my rediscovery year of uh, your brother Andrew's music and uh, and I actually had him out to Chicago for um, kind of self-promoted a couple of concerts he remembers this trip uh, Jamie came with him and he snagged my iPod on that trip uh, and basically started to make fun of my musical taste <laughs> and it's a, a pretty funny story but uh, you know that I, I was kind of already transitioning away from a lot of that music. So, um, but uh, over that next year or so um, is when things really kind of fell into place um, in that, and the program launched. So uh, that's sort of the birth of the show. And it's, uh, it's been going really well. Um, just, we've seen tremendous growth. It's now airing on about 225 radio stations. Um, it's downloaded by thousands of people. Um, and, uh, and we've had the, you know, great honor. And I mean, really a part of a huge part of our, our ministry at Under the Radar is to develop real relationships with um, some of these indie artists, underdog songwriters, types like that who are underappreciated. And uh, we want to, we would we just want to be a cheerleader, someone in their corner, letting them know that um, we care about them. We want to champion their music, help it, help it to be heard by as many ears as possible. And uh, we're still a little engine that could, but we're just doing what we can to um to serve uh people who 
um, love that kind of music or are willing to discover and try new kinds of music, almost like that trying new foods thing. Um, you know, we like to just turn people on to good art that's being made by Christians. So uh, we're thrilled with the response that we've gotten and, and we see the ministry fruit, um, not only from listeners, but from the relationships we have with artists as well. It's just been, like I said, like a dream job. And then this year, you guys are going to start the next evolution of, I guess, Under the Radar, which is the Escape to the Lake Music Festival. So uh, you want to go ahead and talk about that? I can't even, it's hard to even put into words, um, you know, just how excited we are for this um, inaugural event. It's called Escape to the Lake, and it's going to be on Geneva Lake in Wisconsin, um, which is a pretty, pretty nice location because it's... Um, pretty conveniently located for people traveling middle of the country. Um, you know, it's, it's within, um, you know, about 60 to 90 minutes from, um, from Milwaukee, from Chicago, from Rockford, Illinois, from Madison, Wisconsin. So it's right in between those four regions. And, uh, so folks are flying in, they have lots of options and stuff like that. So, uh, it's coming up July 4th through the 7th. So kind of the long 4th of July weekend. Um, and, and really the goal is to bring together folks who love um, good acoustic arts being made by Christians, um, kind of what we're doing on Under the Radar, into a live setting where we can just sort of build community, enjoy great music. Um, it's a beautiful scenic area. You can enjoy creation. You can, you know, just sort of... Um, Hopefully, it's a relaxing, enriching retreat escape for uh, for folks who just love good music. So that's sort of the the nutshell. So where did the idea for the whole festival come from? I'd say the idea has been percolating for probably about three and a half years. Um, just sort of this dream that's been in the back of my head. Um, we've done just lots of... Um, you know, singer songwriter type concerts that we've helped to promote or organize or put together with folks like Eric Peters, Randall Goodgame, Andy Gullahorn, you know, the, the list goes on. And, um, uh, and, and just as we would be on the road with these kinds of folks, um, I've always sort of thought, boy, it'd be cool. It'd be, it'd be beyond cool to, um, put together like a bigger event that could gather a lot of people and maybe have multiple artists involved. Um, I had no idea what that would look like though. I had I had no idea. Does that mean, you know, renting out like a old historic theater in Chicago and having like a one day folk festival or um, is it more of a conference type event that I'm thinking of or more of a, you know, cornerstone type thing? I mean, a scaled down, you know, music festival. And so I've been, you know, thinking about that, but but nothing has gelled. Nothing has really come together. So I just sort of kept it in the back of my head as uh, um, something that, uh, you know, it was just a dream. And I just wanted to wait for kind of an organic moment for things to come together. Well, that organic moment happened, um, basically right around the, the, this new year. Um, actually it was the day after Christmas, uh, for the first time I, uh, I was actually vacationing in the Lake Geneva, Wisconsin area and, um, had been dialoguing by email with uh, one of the staff people at, um, who works at Lake Geneva camps and conferences, 
Um, they have a, a facility called Conference Point Center, um, which is this beautiful 21-acre peninsula um, on Geneva Lake in Wisconsin, wooded area. It's like a 140-year-old facility, real vibey, vintage buildings, and uh, it's it's a it's a really cool atmosphere. And um, but I didn't really know much about them. They they had been following under the radar, knew a little bit about us, and so we thought, well, let's get a conversation going. And 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 we didn't have any of this on the table at the time. I mean, they, we just wanted to talk to maybe do like one event with one artist, you know, kind of a single concert type thing. So I visited uh, with them just for about an hour. Um, met with a guy named Christian, um, who uh, is their advancement director. And um, we were just dialoguing about some ideas and getting to know each other. And as we walked around the facilities, that dream that had been back there kind of popped its ugly head out. And I said, you know, I have this other kind of thing going on in my head. And I just want to, can I, can I share maybe a, a bigger idea? And it was like, yeah, definitely. So I just started sharing. What if, what if it was like, what if we took advantage of this beautiful campgrounds and, and had a multi-day event and we could, you know, maybe get, um, we have a lot of great artist relationships and we could, um, get some folks involved. And, and, um, I think this could be a really cool thing. And so, I mean, literally before that hour was up, we had dates circled on the calendar. <laughs> it was just like really good timing for them. Uh, they're, in the process of um, kind of revitalizing and um, reestablishing this, these camp facilities as a a true hub for good Christian ministry. And they're, they're trying to branch out and partner with, with folks who are doing other ministries. And um, so we were just honored that they wanted us to be a partner in some capacity and, um, and we bring something to the table. They bring something to the table. It just it just worked really well. So, um, literally those first few weeks of January, we just said, um, you know, I don't know if if we're gonna have time to plan a big you know music camping festival type thing um, by this summer. But we were like, well, let's go for it. You know, who knows? It could come together really well. So we're like, let's just run as fast as we can, go for it here these first few weeks of January. Probably by the end of January, we'll know if it's going to, you know, be a pass or fail for at least this summer. And uh, so we just went full speed ahead. And and I, I mean, I, I, I really think it was sort of a God thing that it all came together so well. Um, the artists responded um, quickly and enthusiastically just kind of bought into the vision of what we're, what we're doing, what we're trying to put together. And, um, and so, yeah, before the end of January, we saw that this, this train was going full speed ahead and, and, and we were super excited, um, that we could start to put, put the pieces together. Now you just mentioned that the artists involved have been buying into the vision, uh, but what exactly do you think that vision is? I don't think our vision is that far off from where maybe the vision of Hutchmoot is. Um, I know we're going to be accomplishing different things, and um, but but I think that our ultimate goal is to um, kind of foster a vibrant community that um, that is edified and enjoys 
um, art being made by Christians, and you know where Hutchmoot has much more strength when it comes to writers and storytellers. Um, I mean, this this event that is going to you know be primarily focused on the music side of things. Um, so you know we're not going to be accomplishing as many facets that that Hutchmoot does, but. Um, but I really think that we could carry some of the vibe of what your conference has. Um, and, you know, I think some people that maybe have gone to Cornerstone and, um, you know, we're, we're not going to have um, the kind of thrash metal, hard rock side of what Cornerstone presented or uh, or a huge, you know, big CCM main stage acts um, as well. But uh, but for those who love like the gallery tents um, and, and loved the acoustic kind of indie music that was presented and, and there was uh, its own sort of vibrant community and entity there, like we want to foster that again. We want to tap into that and at least just create another place where it's a little bit on the intimate side and you can you can not only build community, but um, kind of like Hutchmoot, like the, there's really going to be no green rooms. Um, artists will just sort of be eating meals with everybody else and um, hanging out at campfires after, you know, after hours. Um, so we just hope that it's um, a place that, a people will connect with God, and um, even more so than people. But you know, just like these other events, that people would um, through community, through art, through music, through creation, um, experience God in a, a new way, a fresh way, um, maybe just to be refreshed. Um, so that's our ultimate hope. So, can you give us an idea of the kind of folks you've got on the roster? Okay, so there are a few names that Rabbit Room followers would be familiar with. Um, I, I mentioned some of their names earlier, but uh, we are going to have Sir Eric Peters there. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Jill Phillips, Andy Gullihorn, um, almost Squag, almost Square Pegger, uh, Nick Flora, and um, uh, John Trost. Uh, some people might know his uh, latest project was produced by Andy Osinga. Um, so there's some names right off the bat that people are can be familiar with. Um, we also have the Vespers. Oh, just a tremendous young up and coming Americana folk band. Um, uh, we have Krista Wells, incredible Dove Award winning songwriter. Um, who else? Randy Stonehill. Yeah, the uh, vintage, old-school vibe. Um, we want to have some of that present. We have Radar Rewinds on every episode of Under the Radar, so it's great to kind of have some of that, you know, just a legacy artist of, you know, who a lot of today's songwriters kind of stand on the shoulders of, um, so that'll be cool. And Tim Coons, who's he's been a part of the Enter the Worship Circle um, projects a bit, uh, great great songwriter as well and uh, the farewell drifters oh man these guys i i mean one of the best live uh bands i've ever seen great kind of bluegrass folk really tight sounding um uh, they're just gonna blow people's minds if they've never heard of them before um, we also have some a uh, couple of great speakers. Jeff Klein, who's um, with the Walk the Way radio program and video series, and um, 
many folks around here and in the rabbit room know that um, there's a, 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 fi- a feature film being made about the life of Rich Mullins that's uh, due out, I think, in the uh, like late 2013. And we're planning on having um, uh, a preview of some of the film of some of the completed scenes from that film. And then Dave Mullins, who is Rich's brother will be on hand to just have some, um, attendee Q and a about, about Rich's life and about the film project and stuff like that. So some really cool, we even have a game show that's going to be, uh, <laughs> we're going to get the artists involved and, and some attendees involved in participating and doing kind of a game show thing with prizes and stuff. So we're just going to have a lot of fun. Um, uh, some great sessions and tons and tons of, of great music. Man, that sounds like a great lineup. Do you want to talk for a minute about how much it costs for registration and what's included in that? <laughs> it's funny. Um, we There seems to be a bit of initial sticker shock uh, when we talk to some folks. I guess, I guess most of the people that we've been communicating with the first f- several weeks about the event are, you know, they're used to going to um, indie music concerts where you pay $10 at the door for, you know, a couple of bands. And so, um, uh, you know, when, when they hear the, the cost, it's like, whoa, you know, that's, you know, it's, it is a, kind of a premium specialty event. So, um, so the, uh, it's a three and a half day event. The adult registration is $230. Um, the, uh, there's a children's registration for ages six to 12 for $120. There's also, um, a college, uh, student registration price where, um, you can stay in, it's a little bit of a more rustic bunkhouse and, um, that's only $190, uh, for the whole, a you know long weekend, and um, what's included in that? Well, pretty much everything, um, which is which is what's so special. So um, there's indoor lodging. Is this isn't like a pitch a tent, um, you know, type of event like a cornerstone or another kind of music festival? You don't have to deal with that. Um, that's something that has kept me away from a lot of music festivals. It actually kept me away from cornerstone for some years. I just I am not that guy. I don't like just you know sleeping in a tent. It's not my thing. I don't would rather not sleep in my car either. So, uh, so it's, it's nice cabin style indoor lodging. Um, there's even private rooms with private bathrooms, um, a whole kind of range of rooms, um, that are available. So it's, it's a really nice facility. So lodging is included in that price. Um, all meals for all three and a half days are included in that price. Uh, plus you get all sessions and all the concerts. So, um, when you really break it down and think about it, it's actually, um, and this is kind of the lowest price point we could bring it to. We wanted to make it as affordable as possible. And, and when you start to think about, you know, that the fact that lodging and food, you know, how much you would spend for lodging and food at, you know, taking even just a three night trip somewhere or whatever, um, it, on a per person level, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty good deal. So you do get, uh, a lot for, you know, we really hope it's really our, our hope that everyone walks away and feels like, man, this was, we got so much more than what it cost um, us to come. So uh, besides the full registration packages too, there's going to be um, night only passes. So we have kind of a main concept 
concert night on um, on Friday, July 5th, and Saturday, July 6th. So especially for folks who are local or there might be some families that want to come and do their own thing during the day, you know, maybe like stay at a there's, – there's a few different um, really nice five-star resorts in the area. Um, they, they definitely cost more than that. Um, but if, if that's kind of what the kind of trip you're, uh, those families are looking for, they could get a night only pass and just come for the evening concert, um, which will include probably four or five bands, uh, artists, um, performing each night. So, um, so uh, several different packages that people can check out and, um, yeah, and all that information is available at, um, the website escape to the lake.net. So I know from talking to you that you're also hoping that it's going to provide kind of an environment in which, you know, an organic kind of experience can arise out of the schedule or beyond the schedule. Oh, definitely. We see that happen at Hutchmood each year. I mean, uh, last year, I remember... um, I mean, I just had some great conversations with people in the hallways. You, you meet people in the bookstore area. Um, uh, Eric Peters had kind of an unscheduled acoustic, you know, unplugged performance in the outdoor tent. Um, those were some of the some of the best memories, the best highlights I had of Hutch Moon. They had no, they were you know weren't scheduled at all. So um, we really want to foster that as well. So uh, we're really excited for the opportunity um, for folks to just hang out together, um, build great community, make new friends, um, just you know talk about music, be able to interact with the artists off the cuff, just in everyday life. You know, just kind of walking around, maybe eating s'mores together by the campfire or, um, uh, you know, I'm sure like some guitars will be pulled out. There'll be some impromptu sing-alongs, um, you know, just some fun things that, that won't be scheduled. So, um, those, those might actually be the best memories. And, um, and it's, it's sort of been, I know, um, Andrew said this at Hutch Mood a couple of years ago, and this has really kind of been the mantra that we have followed as well, which is, yes, we have an agenda, but we don't have an agenda for you. So yes, we're going to put together a great schedule full of activities and, and things to participate in. In fact, not just the music and the sessions, but um, there's going to be built-in free time for people just to relax, have conversations, and also enjoy some of the campground facilities. I mean, there's a lot of recreational things you can do. There's a private beach, there's swimming, boating, fishing, um, uh, there's uh, tubing, rock wall climbing, zip lining, um, lots of um, activities right on the grounds that you can participate in. Um, and then obviously you can chart your own course. Uh, attendees can sort of opt in or opt out of whatever they want. And and maybe the best thing that you need is just to sit by a tree and read a book or maybe skip one of the sessions and just go on a little walk and spend some time with God in nature. Um, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's, you need to, um, you know, just spend a little bit of extra family time together. So our goal is, um, is that, you know, regardless of how you spend, you know, the attendee spends their time that they can um, walk away from this this weekend just feeling like they had a special connection with God and um, hopefully were just edified by by the music and whatever they participated in and then um, that they just feel spiritually refreshed and um, recharged in some way. So where do people go if they're if they're interested in going to the the festival? Where, where can they find out all this information? 
Yeah, well, um, all the information you need for the Escape to the Lake event is uh, you know pretty much at that website, which is hopefully simple to remember, escapetothelake.net. And um, uh, you can also track along, you know, at least dig into what we're doing on a regular basis with the Under the Radar um, ministry, uh, where we just feature what we call gourmet music, and that is RadarRadio.net. Um, we're also on Facebook, Radar Radio. Uh, we're also on Twitter, at Radar Radio. So some ways you can follow along the journey. Well, thanks, man. It's great to talk to you. I hope the weekend goes well, and I'm hoping to get up there myself. If I don't make it, uh, I look forward to hearing how it went. No, thank you. Oh, man, it was a real treat to be here. Um, and I just want to thank you, Pete, too. Um, that many people might not know that you were a big help to us in the early stages of when we were um, getting this event planned and started. Um, uh, you were um, you made yourself available and were very helpful to offer some advice, some, some pitfalls, some things that keep our eyes open for. So thank you for your help. And, uh, and also thanks to the whole Rabbit Room community who have been a huge encouragement under the radar over the last several years. So um, th- these folks have, are, are just such a huge blessing to me and have picked me up w- right when I need it. So um, it's a real privilege to spend this time with you. For more information regarding the songs, writers, and artists featured here, please visit rabbitroom.com. Rabbit Room music composed and performed by Ben Shive.